Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. the end of the shortest month of the year, February, uh, getting ready to go into March. James Golden, indeed, with you here on 77 WABC. We are the crown jewel of American radio. If you'd like to be part of our program today, simply dial 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And we have a lot to discuss, obviously. There are events going on overseas that continue with uh, the war on the Ukraine by the commie Russians. And uh, there's a story closer to home that I'd like to start with, however. That is a 57-year-old man has been arrested for kicking a female scientist down a New York City subway station, smashing her repeatedly in the head with a hammer. That vicious ugly, horrific attack occurred just days after Mayor Eric Adams vowed he was going to crack down on violence in the transit system. This guy is not a young teenage thug. He's an OG. He's an old gangster. William Blount, alleged old gangster, allegedly. William Blount was escorted out of the transit District 20 headquarters on Sunday after he was arrested for the hammer attack of Dr. Nina Rothschild, a New York City Department of Health scientist. This happened at Queens Plaza, one of the busiest subway stations in the city. At Queens Plaza, this happens. Blount was charged with attempted murder, robbery, assault. This after, again, he kicked the 58-year-old woman down the stairs bashed her head repeatedly with a hammer, leaving her critically wounded. He is 57 years old. Last known address in Astoria. Half a dozen priors, including charges of robbery, criminal possession of a controlled substance, and this time after he violently beat and kicked this poor woman, he grabbed her purse and he left. In the 1980s, Mr. Blount also did time for the criminal sale of a controlled substance. That would be drug dealing in normal parlance. Police officers found Nina Rothschild lying on the ground, suffering fractured skull and lacerations to her head. This crook allegedly stole two cell phones, debit cards, credit cards, and an unknown amount of money. 
And, of course, the attack happened as our mayor was vowing that he would crack down on violent crime in New York subway system. Well, we can turn to now Russia and the events overseas. Uh, as you may know, there were peace t- well, there were talks, I don't know about peace talks, there were talks that were held earlier between Russia and the Ukraine. And most people don't know what happened during those talks. We do because through hackers, our mics were there, and this is what they picked up. Vladimir State tell you we want to stop fighting now. What? Yes. No. Then we are done. Goodbye. Peace talks over very quickly. The creator of the New York Times controversial 1619 project is at it again. She is now injecting race, race, into Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. She says that incessant media coverage of the war is tied, get this, get this, get this, load. She says the incessant media coverage of the war is tied to the skin color of the tyrannized Ukrainians. Nicole Hannah-Jones, this woman, I tell you, it's just amazing. She, uh, she was on Twitter in a post on Sunday claimed the supremacy around the media coverage isn't even subtle. She went on to say, what if I told you Europe is not a continent by definition, but a geopolitical fiction to separate it, to separate Europe from Asia, and so the alarm about European or civilized or first world nations being invaded is a dog whistle to tell us we should care because they are quote unquote like us. This woman has 671,000 followers on Twitter, and this is what they were subjected to. She said, to be clear, as if anything she said so far has been clear. She said, to be clear, we should care about Ukraine, but not because it is European or the people appear white or they are civilized and not impoverished. All people deserve to be free and be welcome when their countries are at war. Now, <clears throat> I don't know anybody that I've talked to, maybe maybe you do, that has said, you know why I care about Ukraine? Because, because, because they're European and the people appear to be white. That is not what this conflict has ever been about in the minds of most people except this woman and her twisted perspective of the world. She said every journalist covering Ukraine should really, really, not once really, but twice really, every journalist covering Ukraine should really, really look internally. This is why I, this is why I saw we should stop pretending we have objectivity and instead acknowledge our biases so that we can report against them. 
many of us see the radicalized, the racialized, I'm sorry, radicalized, same difference. Many of us see the racialized analysis and language. I don't know what this woman sees. Everything in this woman's life is through a, apparently, or many things. I don't know everything in her life. But what we are given to in the public from her, everything is racial. This war in the Ukraine is racial. The coverage of it is racial. And this makes absolutely no sense. Unless, of course, you are a fellow traveling leftist, conditioned and primed to believe this load of bull. Ukraine president... Zelensky today has signed a membership application formally requesting that Ukraine join the European Union. Well, Vlad, good going pal. The president of Ukraine has just signed a historical document. Ukraine's application for the European Union membership said one of his deputies, glory to Ukraine. And we shall see what the European Union does with this. The Council of the European Union condemned the Russian invasion last week. They called the operation unprovoked and and unjustified, said it was military aggression. Russia bears full responsibility for this act of of aggression and all of the destruction and loss of life it will cause. It will be held accountable for its actions. Well, that's something else we'll have to wait and see. Who is going to hold Vladimir Putin and the Russian government accountable? Newsweek, which many of you might not know still exists, it exists online now. Newsweek has an article saying that Ukraine's heroic Zelensky has united divided Americans. And all these Americans that his heroism has united are squarely against Vladimir Putin. While widely praised at home, his emergence as a war leader has had an unplanned effect, says Newsweek of Zelensky, it has united a divided America. And then it points to Republicans saying he's a, he's a bigger man, Democrats like Adam Schiff, ugh, citing his incredible bravery. And so the idea seems to be that most Americans, except for maybe this Hannah Nicole, whatever, are united behind the war hero Zelensky. The Met, our Met, New York's famed opera house, the Metropolitan Opera, announced yesterday that it's going to suspend all ties to Russian artists and institutions who are allied with Vladimir Putin. In a video statement posted to Facebook, the Mets general manager, Peter Gleb, 
expressed solidarity with the people and leadership of Ukraine and said, as an international opera company, the Met can help ring the alarm and contribute to the fight against depression. We can no longer engage with artists or institutions that support Putin or are supported by him. Not until the invasion and killing has stopped, order has been restored, and restitutions have been made. So it doesn't look like uh, Moscow's Bolshoi is going to be at the uh, Met this year. At least that's the way it appears so far. Another sad casualty, and there are many in this war. There's a story, very touching story, with pictures of a a six-year-old girl who was killed in one of the bombings, and the doctors that were trying to save her life were weeping over her, and they said, show Putin this picture. I contend, of course, if they show the communist Vlad Putin the picture, he won't care one bit. Just another just another casualty in a war, just more collateral damage, wouldn't register that she was a six-year-old girl, human being, innocent, that did not deserve to die from his murderous thugs. But the largest plane ever built, and it was built by the Russians, by the way, back when Ukraine was part of Russia, the Ukrainian Antonov-225 Myria, which is even bigger than our Hercules. It was the largest aircraft in the world, and it was used uh, to carry Soviet space orbiters, And later, after it was purchased by Anatov Airlines, it's been used to lift oversized cargo and loads of emergency aid during natural disasters. Well, the Russians bombed it out. It's gone. There has been a freeze on the Russian ruble. And what we are hearing from many news sources is that these freezes are really hurting Russia in the pocketbook. We shall see if that's the case or not. We'll know very shortly. Apparently, Russia's stock market took a route. The ruble is now subjected to extreme inflation. And, of course, it will be the Russian people who did not, many of whom did not want this war, that will suffer. They are more collateral damage from Vladimir Putin. Anyway, telephone numbers, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. If you'd like to contribute, we have more news coming up, of course, and more events that have occurred. Supreme Court's taking an interesting case. This is not going to get a lot of attention. And then there's that Estee Lauder senior executive, distributing, this guy's making nine million bucks a year, distributes a meme using the N-word. He's gone. You have to wonder what, what some people think or don't think. You're in a position like that, a high-profile position. You would think that you know better, but apparently some people don't. Anyway, 848-WABC is the number to call James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdley. We're coming back right after this. Oh, no, politics. 
and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. Cool and the game. Yeah. What you want to do? Want to get out? WABC Talk Radio, 77 in New York. Yeah. Well, you know what? The mask mandates are going away. How convenient. American, um, American Wire News had a story today about how the, just in time, for Joe Biden's State of the Union show tomorrow night, all of a sudden, the mask mandates are going away. Now, these mask mandates, first of all, Pelosi has violated her own mask mandate several times. I mean, she tells everybody they've, they've been fining Republicans who don't wear these silly masks. And she's, of course, been caught in, in numerous settings where masks were mandated without wearing one. But tomorrow, all of that changes in Congress. The mask mandate becomes an optional matter. You can choose to or choose not to wear a mask. Right as Joe Biden is getting ready to speak to the chamber, of course, the joint chamber and assorted other guests for his State of the Union show. I wonder how many of you are going to watch this State of the Union show. I mean, to me, this was the best of political theater, only followed by the Super Bowl of politics, which is the elections the presidential elections, and kind of, I guess, the playoffs of politics, the midterm elections, which are coming up this year. But it is going to take everything that I have to even just turn on the TV and watch this. I'd rather almost read it after he's done. But I wonder how many of you still get a thrill watching the State of the Union address. Now, of course, the capital, our capital, nation's capital, has fencing all around it again. They put a wall up. Imagine that. The people that don't want a wall on the border put a wall around their Capitol building in time for the State of the Union again, as if they fear attacks. This is part of the political show. And, of course, they were concerned that the truckers would be in town, the the, the, the Freedom Convoy, would be in Washington, D.C. In fact, they're due to get there later this week, I believe, or next week, this week. So why why are they so afraid? Why are they so afraid that they've got a fence up, a wall up around the Capitol again? And the folks in Congress are not the only liberals dropping their mask mandates. Three states, California and I think two of the other North Northwest states are dropping their mask mandates as of the 11th of March. Funny, I mean, they've been on this thing now for almost two years. Right before the elections, these guys are a few months away from the elections, just in time they hope for people to forget all about this. All of a sudden, they don't want the mask mandates anymore. All of a sudden, they're okay with children not wearing masks anymore. After they, after they have spent the last two years raising such hell about everyone wearing a mask. Oh, another story from California. Get this, my friends. 
Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies. There's a shortage, a supply line shortage of Girl Scout cookies hitting Southern California. Well, so far, it seems you can get their number one seller, the Thin Mints. You know, Girl Scout cookie Thin Mints, that have to be, to me, they are, the, they are I mean, that stuff, the, the, the Thin Mints, the Girl Scout Thin Mints. I hesitate to tell you what I call them with my friends. I mean, that's like junk food crack. I mean, if you have a Girl Scout Thin Mint, remember that old commercial about Lay's potato chips and how you can only eat, you, no one can eat just one? Well, try eating just one Girl Scout Thin Mint. And I don't know too many people that have the willpower to just have just one. But anyway, I guess out in uh, California, part of the supply chain, and there are empty shelves in so many stores around the United States. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, Democrats. But in Southern California, Girl Scout cookies, some of the Girl Scout cookies are in short supply. Now, there's an article in the New York Times, which is surprising. It's that Democrats, let me just read you the headline of the article. You can figure it out from there. The United States has a violence problem, and it's up to Democrats to solve it. Oh, really? This was written by a professor, and I am going to see whether we can, rather than me go through this, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this. He's a professor of government at Claremont McKenna College, Michael Javen Fortner. And I'm going to see if we can get him on to explain this article. I'm going to put it aside because... This is really something that quite unexpected in the old gray lady, the New York Times, which is always, of course, so pro-Democrat. Oh, Nancy Pelosi's not the only one lifting the mask mandate. The White House, guess what? Joe Biden's White House says it's going to end its mask requirement for the vaxxed. The unvaxxed, you still got to wear a mask, but the vaxxed, the people that took the vax, why, in the White House, they'll have the option starting tomorrow, right in time for the State of the Union, of going maskless or not. Now, Jen Psaki has been maskless all along, and no one says anything about Peppermint Patty not wearing a mask. Because, after all, she's better than us. She knows more than us. She's really, 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 really smart. How about this? Most of you, according to the polls, most Americans, jumping back to the Ukraine for a moment, according to the latest polling data, most Americans oppose direct U.S. military action in Ukraine to stop Russia. Now, you know who is beating, who is out, preaching that isolation is dangerous. It's a very dangerous, none other than Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney was giving us all a lecture on how dangerous isolationism is and how we need to be part of the greater. And you know what, Liz, if you feel so strongly about it, why don't you, Lizzie, grab your rifle, go over to Ukraine, volunteer to help fight with them. Show us how it's done, Lizzie. Don't lecture us. 
show us. Show us how it's done. Maybe you can get some Halliburton guys to go over there with you. Oops, I just stole a line from the left. But Lizzie, hey, maybe you and some Halliburton buddies can go arm yourselves up, go over to Ukraine and fight since you're gonna see since you see fit to lecture the rest of America and most of America believes we shouldn't be committing troops to the Ukraine. So you want to sneer down your nose at them? Do it from over there. Show us how it's done, Lizzie. WABC, Talk Radio 77. We're coming back with your calls. We've got so much more. Time is fleeting, as it always does so quickly. 800-848-WABC. That's how you reach us. James Golden, a.k.a. Boatsnerly, coming back to your calls right after this. Now, here's the soul of excellence. James Golden, a.k.a. Boatsnerly, on 77 WABC. Noise. Choice. WABC Talk Radio 77. One of my good friends is playing, Omar Hakim is playing drums on this track. Money for nothing. Die straight. Get your chicks for free. Oh, man, this was a great, I love this song. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, let's head to the phones. TJ, New Jersey, you're up first, my friend. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, been listening to you a long time, and uh, I thought you were a reasonable man until you mentioned Thin Mints from Girl Scout cookies, which is clearly Samoa cookies. I don't know where you... <laughs> Samoa cookies? Well, wait a minute. No, the Thin Mints are the number one cookie in America, believe it or not. Uh, they are. Well, Do you like the... That's got to be fake news. I can't, I can't understand that. I cannot it, it, understand it is the... That. It's the number one seller. I kid you not. Now, everybody loves Samoa's number two, by the way, from what I've heard. But uh, from what I've read, I should say, in the article that I read, this is, you don't like Thin Mints? I do, but they don't hold a candle to Samoa's. Not even close. Really? I, man, look, the, th- the Thin Mints, man, that's like junk food crack. I don't <laughs> – it is. Have you ever – have you ever tried to eat? It's like you have the box and you say to yourself before you open the box of Thin Mints, okay, I'm only going to have a few of these. I'm not going to be yes. a glutton. I'm not going to eat this box. I'm going to eat two, maybe three. No, it's impossible. Then a sleeve later, it's gone. Exactly. What's your number three pick? Okay, so you like Samoa. You like the Thin Mints. Do you have a number three? I don't. I honestly, uh, they're the only two cookies. We, but my wife buys the Thin Mints. I buy the Samoas. She puts them in the freezer. Oh, your wife has incredible taste. You are a man of good taste to have married her. Thank you, TJ. We appreciate the call. Let's go to Mary in New Jersey. Mary, welcome to WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, on with you. What's on your mind, Mary? Mr. Golden, yes. tomorrow night, the State of the Union... Do you think it would change anything if we had our TVs on? The minute he gets to the podium, America turns off their TVs or changes the channel. Just to let him know, we're not happy with him. 
uh, uh, Mary, to be totally honest with you, it wouldn't make a difference. They know that you're not happy with him. This guy has his poll numbers are floating around in the toilet. They are not good. And they don't care. You know, the Democrats are worried. I had another article here I didn't get to about how the Democrats are begging the White House for help because it has come to their attention in so many ways that they are in trouble as a party, that the midterms are not going to be good for them. And uh, and and that's coming up quickly. You know, November seems like, a, and, and politically speaking, let me acknowledge something. November is a long way away. Anything can happen in politics. Things can happen quickly to turn. Politics can turn on a dime. But if things hold, if things continue down the path we are on, the Democrats are going to have a thumping in November. And this is all due to Joe Biden. I don't see how they can stop inflation from from rearing what it's doing now, spiraling out of control. I don't see how they're going to get that under control by November, especially since the Fed has promised that they're going to start raising interest rates again. Now, they can spin everything. In fact, and this is what the media is going to do. The media is going to try between now and the elections to spin everything. For instance, there's a, a story in The Hill today that women in key states are worried about the economy. But but you know what? Nope, nope. They're happy with their own finances. They're, they're just worried about the economy, and these are in the key swing states. But, but the majority of women, meaning women voters, why, they're happy with Joe Biden, and, there's, and they're, they're, they're fine. They're worried about everybody else, but they're doing okay. And this is just pure spin. Everybody... Most families in America, except for the, the very wealthy, have been hit by this inflation. And even the wealthy have been hit by inflation. They just have the means to withstand it better. And this inflation is hurting everything. It is crippling this economy. And to say that women, who, as we know, according to the mainstream press, are the economic engine of the family to say that they're just feeling fine about it is a bunch of bull stuff because they have the first line contact. According to the mainstream press, they are the ones that go shopping. They are the ones that are seeing the empty shelves. They are the ones that have noticed the rise in, in prices. They are the ones that are filling up the SUV and the minivans with gasoline, and the prices are soaring out of control. So to say they're happy is a bunch of hogwash. But this is the spin. So if you're a woman and you're in one of these key states, you're supposed to read this and say, oh, well, I guess all the other women are happy. Maybe I should be happy too. What's wrong with me? Why am I worried? Well, you're worried because this country is worried because we have a lousy president. We have a president that doesn't understand the first thing about working men and women. We have a president that doesn't understand our own energy needs. We have a president that is inept when it comes to foreign policy. We have a president that's inept about everything. And we have a Democrat party that has unleashed criminals, murderers, thugs, rapists on the streets of every major city in America so that they can perform their dastardly acts on the population unrelentingly. That's why Americans are worried. 
And that's not going to change before November. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. Not so quickly. As Mayor Adams is finding out all this talk about how he's going to change things, how he's going to change things. We are waiting for the change. Mayor Adams, you're starting to sound like Obama. Hope and change, hope and change, hope and change. But the change never seems to get here. Thank you for the call. Let us go to Mike in Pennsylvania. Mike, how are you? Welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77 with James Golden. I'm doing all right, James. Uh, the reason why, you know, people look and they say, how are these Ukrainians holding off big, mighty Russia? They're like Gideon. They believe in God. And that's why they're, they're holding them off. See, this country, we're losing a lot because we forgot we forgot God. You know, we forgot God, and uh, we do everything around God. You know, we want abortion. We could have abortion. You know, we could have all types of things that these liberals and all tell you. Well, the Ukrainians, they believe in God. You know, Mike, let me just say thank you for that call, and thank you for pointing out that this that there are many Ukrainians who are very strongly religious. And you know what? I've seen this in print, and maybe you have too. This is the battle of David and Goliath. People are actually referencing that in some of the news stories. This is like a David and Goliath, and it is remarkable. I think before this 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 invasion started, everyone figured that this was going to go down like one of the Gulf War things where they go in with these superior forces. Ninety hours later, it's all over. Yet there are reports today, and, and you know, thank you, Princess Di, for reminding us about something. Let me just take a brief diversion for these remarks. When Princess Di came on the first time after the conflict started, one of the things that she said was, look, you have to be skeptical of reporting in the fog of war. She said she's not taking, she's not saying don't believe the stuff coming out of Ukraine about the heroism, but she said just be skeptical about everything that you're reading because we're dealing with the fog of war. Well, lo and behold, the early reports, and I was one of the ones that went with this report, that all of those 13 soldiers that stood up and said F you to the Ro- uh, Russian warship were dead because that was the only rep- They're not dead. We learned that. They survived the Russian attack. So she was absolutely right. The, uh, the initial reporting in the fog of war is unreliable. Now, that said, Russians are apparently taking heavy losses, and the Ukrainians not so much. At least so far. That might change because, of course, Kiev is on fire tonight. There was a major explosion in Kiev this afternoon, and you could just see it. Was, it looked like one of those shock and awe deals that we used to do to in Iraq. But And, and, and the second largest city in Ukraine, it looks sort of like after World War II, the rubble, houses block after block in rubble. And civilians are being targeted by the Russians in Ukraine. There's no question about that. But according to many news reports, and again, we might be skeptical, the Russians are being handed heavy losses. And in fact, there was a news story earlier earlier yesterday or today that said the Russians are beginning to acknowledge that they are that they are running into losses much higher than they intended. Also, a spate of stories about how unhappy Vladimir Putin is with the 
lack of momentum that his forces have. They've been bogged down, and people expected this war to be over already. The heroism of the Ukrainian people, I don't think, can be doubted. From Zelensky, remember, Joe Biden offered Zelensky safe passage out of Ukraine. And and he said, this is where the fighting is. I'm not leaving, but can you send some ammo? And he has shown this president, who people laughed at because of his background, comic, actor, has turned out in the world to be a heroic figure because he is standing up to the tyrannical communist that Vladimir Putin is. James Golden, Bo Snurdly, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, right here with you, 77 WABC. We're coming back. More of your calls right after this. Let's get together and feel all right. And I love that. Marley. One love. One love. That's right. WABC Talk Radio 77. Now, apparently, you can feel all right having your Girl Scout cookies if you also have tagalongs and schmores. Now, I will be honest. I haven't gotten past my addiction to the Thin Mints, the crack, to get the tagalongs and schmores. It's just like the only thing I see Thin Mints. Thin mints? Yes, I want. Can I have a case? Can I have a case? Uh, And the Samoas apparently are like that, too. Now, Rich says that the best way, now, I freeze the Thin Mints, too. But Rich says, okay, you you can't just freeze the Thin Mints. You have to crush them after that and put them over the ice cream. Oh, man. (laughs) The hacks with Girl Scout cookies. Well, this is Girl Scout season, so, Yeah. Let's go to Trisha in Connecticut. Trisha, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. You're on with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. Uh, James, while fear and dread over the evil thug Putin's attacks in Ukraine and possibly other areas is justified, surprisingly, I am thrilled about at least three aspects of this. Mm. One is the courage and strength, the resolve from Ukraine and President Zelensky, and two, the frustration, possible failure of Putin over this whole venture, and three, the unity of most of the world against Putin and for Ukraine. And I have to wonder if the things that have been happening lately, like in Canada, the truckers um, standing up and the terrible uh, depredations against freedom there, and it's all building, and it's maybe dragging some of the media, at least, away from their leftist doctrinaire. Well, now I think you've gone a bridge too far. Nothing is going to drag liberals from their ideology. Up until then, I was with you, Tricia. 
And you know what? You said some very important things there. Number one, this unity that you talk about is apparent, at least on the surface. But here's what I wonder, Tricia, and maybe I'd like, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. It seems to me that with what Russia has done, Zelensky and others have called for the U, for the, Russia to be moved from the Security Council at the U.N., and to me, that's the least that they should do. But they haven't. And these economic sanctions that are on Russia, I wonder how long will it will take before we start seeing stories about how the Russians are finding ways to get around them. Do you think that this is real unity, or do you think that this is a show of unity that may not be as unified as we all would like to believe, Tricia? against evil and um, while I don't think like you the media is is uh, going to give up on their perspective but I see a few inklings watching a few people and the questions that are coming out um, against some of these things like in Canada and uh, here in Ukraine and against um, Putin that some people must be waking up a little bit, and, and the average person who's paying any attention has to really see that the Democrat Party um, has just gone so far astray, and, and it's going to be an embarrassment. Absolutely. Tomorrow. Now, there's a story I'm not going to have time to get to today. You just reminded me, and I'm going to take a note. There's something going on at the border in Texas. Lifelong Democrats are turning to the Republican Party because they're just sick of being associated with Democrats. You just reminded me of that. I'm going to get that article and, and bring it uh, hopefully to the air tomorrow. Thank you so much, Tricia. Let us go to Joe in Long Island. Long Island. Joe, you're on with Bo Snerdly. What's on your mind, Joe? How are you, Bo? Good. Good. I hope tomorrow night when Joe Biden tries saying that he did something good, the whole Republican Party Stand up and say, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. If they did, uh, the, lame, the lamestream press would have a hizzy fit. That's almost akin to the you lie that happened. Only Democrats are allowed to interrupt, like Nancy Pelosi with her horrid displays when uh, Donald Trump gave his last State of the Union, one that was, will forever be, um, at, at least in our memories, for Donald Trump forcing most of the elected class in Washington, D.C., attend and watch Rush get the Medal of Freedom. That was just a brilliant, brilliant thing that President Trump did. But let us not forget how frustrated Nancy Pelosi was in her arrogant show the last time we had a State of the Union. She won't be tearing up any speeches tomorrow night. Uh, Peter, New Jersey, what is on your mind? I like to talk about this political softball called oil. And it goes way, 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 way back. Whoever has it has the power. Biden gave Putin the power earlier on by opening up the Russian pipeline. Now, on that note, did Biden do that himself? Or did someone behind the scenes do that for Biden? And here we are right now. You well, think? you raise a very interesting question. I think that the presence of oil and gas and natural resources is a huge driver in all of this. I don't know the answer to your question. 
I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I think over a period of time, we all may learn the answer uh, to that. Stella, Westchester County, New York. Welcome, Stella. Quickly, what is on your mind? Hi, James. So really quick, I just have three comments. Uh, the masks now that they're saying, you know, no more masks, all the Democrats are, you know, uh, took away the mask mandate. I was telling my family this when I first heard it some weeks back, family and friends. I said, this is just political. It's just a political ploy. So I'm glad that you brought that up. And then also for tomorrow, as far as the State of the Union speech, you couldn't no one could pay me enough to watch it. I just won't watch it because. I'll be very honest with you. I even get tired of hearing his voice on the radio when, you know, uh, everyone would play a clip of something that he said. So I couldn't get I couldn't be paid enough to watch it tomorrow. And then my third comment is, I don't know if you know this, but Nancy Pelosi, a few months back, actually bought a house in uh, in Florida, Hobie Point, Florida, uh, which I have pictures of, by the way, she's paid. $24 $24 million in cash, and there is not a windmill in sight, an electric car, or solar panels. That's just how hypocritical they are. Well, thank you, Stella. We'll have to look into that uh, a real estate purchase by Pelosi. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call, Stella. And, I'll, and you can read about the State of the Union show tomorrow. Um, yeah, a lot of us are going to have to watch it begrudgingly. Uh, time for a little shameless promotion here. First of all, jo- John Katz is up next, and you have to please stick around for that. That is Katz at Night every night this week following this show. And, of course, of course, keep it right here on WABC all throughout the day and night. We have so many great hosts, so many talented people. Charlie Kirk, Greg Kelly, Rita Cosby's here. And then, of course, the weekend music radio, WABC. Katz at Night follows us. JamesGolden.com or BoSnerly.com. I do a news blast twice a day, some stories that you might not get, especially those if you... Now, there are some people out here that used to visit a certain report and they got mad and they don't look at it anymore. We can put that in your inbox, jamesgolden.com. Check that out. And, of course, the third shameless promotion, Mark Stein, will be here with us tomorrow. Mark Stein on Tuesdays on WABC. Let's head back to the telephones. And Ted, Forest Hills, Queens, New York. Ted, welcome WABC. You're on with Bo Snerdly, James Golden. What's up? You, unfortunately, that the first victim of war is the truth. And I hope this is true. God bless the Ukrainian pilot who shot down six of the enemy in one day, equal to anything uh, back to World War II. That's in one day. God bless him. God bless you. Thank you so much for the call, Ted. Appreciate that. Karen, Rockland County, time is running out. We want to get you in. What's on your mind, Karen? I'm comparing the Ukraine situation to our own American Revolutionary War, David versus Goliath. The colonies didn't give up under Washington, and the Ukrainians aren't giving up under Zelensky. So it's a very similar situation. That is a great comparison. We hope that the outcome is Great for the Ukrainian people. Look, either way this goes, Vladimir Putin has egg on his face. He expected a rapid victory. Instead, what he got is his troops looking embarrassed. And there have been so many embarrassing moments for the Russians. The tank that was left on the side of the road with Ukrainians asking them, hey, you want us to tow you back to Russia to the prisoners that have been taking and the, and, and the Ukrainians parading the prisoners to all of the, the losses 
that they've taken. There have been so, there have been so much humiliation, but the Ukrainian people are suffering. They are dying. Children, innocent children, are being killed by these communist thugs that Vladimir Putin has sent in to do his dirty work. And let's not forget that innocent men, women, and children are dying in this vainglorious attempt to oppress the people of the Ukraine. And that is just horrific. And the world should never forget this moment and how evil, how evil Vladimir Putin has shown himself to be. Now, again, I will remind you, Mark Stein will be here with us tomorrow. Please be here. And every day this week, we are Pennsylvania. We are Connecticut. We are New Jersey. We are New York City strong. We are the greatest city in the world. America, of course, our beloved America, the greatest nation that humanity has ever beheld. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families and have special favor for those that are suffering in Ukraine. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.